The province is trying to save money. And you know this, right? They've announced all these cuts. Even though they said in their budget, there'll be no cuts. They've announced they'll be cutting funding to public health programs province-wide. And yesterday, it was uh, quite an event. Toronto Public Health Chair Joe Cressy held a press conference. Today, we reached the Mayor John Tory en route to a police board meeting. And I just point blank asked the mayor... Joe Cressy said yesterday that people will die as a result of these cuts. Is he exaggerating? Well, we're certainly going to see a lot of people put at risk. Here's the bottom line. I mean, it's very, very simple. They are cutting back substantially to the tune of tens of billions of dollars every year for the next 10 years on the support for public health, number one. Number two, they are doing it in a manner that discriminates against Toronto more than any other city in the province. And I have no idea why they are doing that or how they could possibly explain hurting Toronto more than other cities. And the third part is, what does this money pay for? It pays for uh, checking on kids uh, when they're first born and they're hearing. It pays for uh, infectious diseases. So the, the, the root of all this, Kelly, was back at SARS time. And when 44 people, I think it was, died, uh, and, and there were then uh, measures put in place to make sure the province of Ontario properly paid to make sure we were ready to deal with infectious diseases and ready to deal with things like immunization against tuberculosis and things like that, and that we ended up feeding children properly, hungry children, uh, so that when they went to school, they could learn properly. That's where all this came from. Most of this money is actually spent by the city because we're in a better position to deliver it locally, uh, implementing provincial policies about kids going to school with a full stomach and about uh, about people being immunized so they don't end up with terrible infectious diseases that we thought we'd wiped out. And, and that, that's what this money is, is, is spent on. So, I mean, to me, uh, you know, the, this government that says they want to end hallway medicine, and I believe that's a promise they made and that they meant, this is the wrong way to go about it. You don't end hallway medicine by cutting back on public health. You actually end hallway medicine by investing more in public health. So this whole thing is a mystery to me. I think, frankly, what happened here is that Christine Elliott and, and Doug Ford, who I think actually do care about the kids and families and things like that. I know that Christine Elliott for sure does, and Doug Ford has said some supportive things. I think they got talked into this by finance department bureaucrats, uh, and they've just made a terrible mistake. I was thinking about your SARS comment, and not only did that have an effect on our health, but it also had a huge economic effect on the city. People were too scared to come to Toronto for a while, and that is something that Doug Ford would you would think be uh, wanting to prevent happening again because we're open for business. I just don't believe, I mean, people were suggesting to me yesterday he was sitting around in his office trying to think of ways to, you know, hurt Toronto. I don't believe that, and I think you're absolutely right. Public health investments are about keeping people healthy. Keeping people healthy has a direct relationship in the way you mentioned, uh, because if bad things happen like SARS, then people don't come here, and it had a huge, terrible negative impact on our economy, which is why in the advent of SARS after that, uh, we uh, we started to see pro- the province fund these public health programs to the extent that they did. And that is the other question that's floating around out there, which is, you know, why is Toronto being treated more harshly than other cities in the province? Can I don't you expand on that? that? H- how are you being treated well, more harshly? The, the, where they're going to end up, they're presently funding most of these programs to the extent of, say, 70% paid for by the province, 30% paid for by the, by the cities. And they're going to change all of that uh, for other cities, uh, to 60-40. So the province will pay 60 and the city will pay 40. But for Toronto, it's, Toronto only, it's going to be 50-50. Do you think okay. any of this has to do with the fact that you said in your campaign when you were running for mayor, you weren't going to raise the property taxes 
Is there any, you know, I know it's all conspiracy and, you know, people being cynical, but could there be something in the fact that, you know, maybe somebody that wanted to be mayor of the city would be more than happy to see one of your election promises being forced to be broken? Well, I, you see, I just don't buy into all that sort of conspiracy theory stuff where people sit around up at Queen's Park and try and find ways to hurt me politically. Let's just talk about what they're doing to the city of Toronto. Let's talk about, you know, kids that don't come to school with a full stomach. And there's a big debate about that. Why do they come to school without a full stomach? Well, that, that's a huge question for all of us to ask. But at the, at the same time, if we have a responsibility to make sure they at least get a proper breakfast so they can learn properly, because study after study says if they're hungry, they're not going to learn properly. And I think most of us would morally say in a wealthy city like this, uh, you know, that we should at least provide that for them. And why are they cutting back on that? That's the real question. It isn't about my election promise or anything else. And I stand by what I said with respect to taxes, because I think a lot of people out there are hurting in terms of their ability to afford living in, in a successful city, which means it's becoming more expensive. Um, and so I stand by that, and I just don't think it's about that. It's about the, the kids that are hungry. It's about the public health and infectious disease control. It's about the dental checks that are done on kids between 0 and 12 years old to see if their teeth are falling apart and that that is paid for by, by public health. These are the things that are going to be cut back as a result of a completely unilateral decision made without any consultation whatsoever by the provincial government and that is hurting Toronto more than any other city in the province. We're talking with the Mayor John Tory, and I know, John, you're on a bit of a clock because you've got to get it to a police board meeting. But Health Minister Christine Elliott said that the city had the details of the cuts as of last Monday. We're hearing that the city, you know, Joe Cressy said... You know, you got the details as of last Thursday. Were they kind of left on someone's desk? Or, you know, is the health minister unaware of when you guys that, actually that received? No, she, she's right. You know, we got last Monday a 10-minute phone call with no details, just saying there are going to be cutbacks. And by the way, they're retroactive. So we're telling you about them two weeks after they started to take effect. A 10-minute phone call. Thursday, there was a longer consultation involving some people, I think, including Mr. Cressy, where they laid out, again, that there were going to be cutbacks. But we still don't have, as our city manager will confirm, he's a professional public servant. He's not in political battle. He will confirm, as of this moment, uh, on Thursday morning, we still don't have the details of exactly. So when you see a debate going on about the numbers, it's because they haven't provided us with any numbers. And when we've asked them for the numbers... Uh, they give you long, complicated, you know, sort of long-winded explanations, and even those are changing. Does that lead so, you to believe that and put a little bit more uh, credence to your theory that this is kind of somebody else pulling the strings? Yeah, I, because, I, you see, I know Christine Elliott really well. Um, I've known her for many years, and I know she cares deeply about the well-being of children and, and, and that kind of thing, and it would be very unwise to cut back on public health if you're trying to, you know, reduce health care expenditures. That you should invest more in public health. And I just don't think that board is put together that way either. I've seen his comments previously about uh, children's breakfast programs and so on, and I, I, I just don't think he also wants to be seen to be sort of breaking promises and past commitments. So I just think it is some, if this was a good idea, it wasn't ever. It certainly isn't a good idea to discriminate against Toronto where we have more acute problems because we're a big city. And so I think that's why they're scrambling around giving us different numbers every time you talk to them. And I think the best thing we could have for starters would be a letter, which we've never received, no matter what they say about who knew what when, a letter that said exactly what's going to go on here and exactly the magnitude of the cutbacks. Because one thing we're sure of, Kelly, there are cutbacks happening. They're big. They're tens of millions of dollars every year for the next number of years. And they're going to hurt people like children that are going to school hungry. They're going to hurt people like children who get the dental checks, uh, you know, between 0 and 12 years old. They're going to hurt restaurant inspections. I mean, there wouldn't be a person in Toronto 
or at the Queen's Park who wouldn't say those restaurant inspections that happen are something very valuable to public health. We rely on the fact we see that little green sign in the window or the red sign, heaven forbid, and we know that that's going to stop us from getting sick and going to the hospital if we don't go to those places uh, that, that are found to be in the red. So, so you know, I, I, there, there, are no, there has been no uh, complete explanation given, and we're awaiting one, and I hope it'll come sooner than later. Well, I hope to check in with you again after you get the, uh, the full details. Thanks so much, Mr. Mayor. Thanks, thanks very much, Kelly. All right, that was the Mayor John Tory on his way to a Toronto Police Board meeting. So we recorded that earlier on. He mentioned, I want a letter from the health minister, from Christine Elliott, uh, detailing exactly the magnitude of the Toronto Public Health uh, cutbacks, because they still don't know the numbers. So I think it's only fair that Health Minister Christine Elliott uh, be able to respond to that and let us know if she is indeed sell- sending the mayor a letter. We're going to join. We're going to be joined by her in a matter of minutes, in under five minutes, to talk about that. And also, if you're a traveler, and I, that's one of my passions, is I love to leave the the country. There are some changes coming to OHIP for out-of-country travelers. What exactly are those changes, and why is the province going to cut those um, benefits? For all of us Ontarians, we'll talk about that with the health minister. Stick around. It's Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.